Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And joining us now is Joe Osborne, host of Chasing That Paper on Vegas Insider. Joe, let's start with the NBA. We've got the Sixers and the Celtics yes. for Game 5. Boston is a 7.5-point favorite. Total is 213.5. Boston looks to have the best offense uh, in these NBA playoffs. But the Sixers, in certain spurts, have shown that they can keep up what spread or uh, in terms of side total. What do you like here? I like a player prop. I'm going to go with Jalen Brown uh, over 24 and a half points. I think that is a little bit of a soft number. So his performance in the series has been a bit unusual. Usually with these star players, you see their minutes and shot attempts go up and some cases go up significantly in the playoffs, but that hasn't been the case for Brown. I think he's leaving shot attempts and uh, minutes on the table here. And I think game four was a pretty big wake-up call for him. He came out in the press conference afterwards and said he needs to be a lot more aggressive. So here's the thing. He's averaging just 15.3 shot attempts per game in the series. That's about five less than uh, his regular season number. We also saw in games two and three, uh, game two, his minutes were cut short due to a blow. Game three, foul trouble. Uh, so I think he comes out flying. He has been the most efficient scorer on the Celtics here in the series so far. So expect him to have 20 or more shot attempts and uh, top that point total tonight. Uh, Joe, as this uh, series has played out, it's really become obvious just the, the way the first four games went down. It's like, oh, if you like a certain side, you kind of have an angle on what you think James Harden's going to do. Because if you have the crazy good James Harden game, uh, Sixers are going to win. And if not, uh, they're going to lose and probably not cover the point spread. Uh, do you have an angle on what we are going to see the rest of the way with this one uh, knotted up to two? Uh, well, I, I'm not going out on a limb here by any means. <laughs> I like the Celtics to to finish this series off in uh, in six or seven games. It comes down to trust for me with the Philadelphia 76ers. Do you trust James Harden in a big spot? Absolutely not. I do not. How about Doc Rivers? Absolutely not. I do not. Joel Embiid has not looked good in the closing moments of some of these games either. He doesn't exactly have a reputation as being extremely clutch. Uh, so yeah, I, I think the Celtics will rise to the occasion here. They are the, uh, the more talented team, I would say. And I just don't trust Philly. So yeah, I think Boston will close them out in six or seven games here. What about the later game? Suns at Nuggets series tied two two. um, the spread at five and a half, any props side total that you're interested in here? I, I got no clue what to do with this, you know, because uh, the yeah. Suns look so much different at home than they did in Denver there, right? And uh, Denver, you know, they're much better on their home court. So I wouldn't be shocked if Denver wins and covers this one tonight, but I'm going to keep on rolling with Devin Booker. Why wouldn't you? I'm going to take 35 or more points at plus 135. And this is historic. This is a legendary stretch of scoring he's on here. He's averaging 38.1 points per game over his last eight games. Now he's reached this number of 35 points in six of those eight games. The shooting has been wildly efficient. Here's the thing. He's scoring all these points, but he's not really getting to the free throw line much. Uh, two separate games in the series. He's had three or fewer 
free throw attempts. So I think there's an opportunity here, maybe where he gets some more calls, he gets to the line a lot more. So, yeah, I'm going to roll with that. But such a good series. Uh, and usually when it is mm-hmm. such a good series like this, it is pretty a pretty tough call, right? It certainly can be. And it's also been fascinating that it seems like the Suns have been playing better without Chris Paul. Obviously, the Landry Shamit game in game four had a lot to do with it. But even in game three, it felt like that offense flowed just a little bit better. Do you feel like with Chris Paul's absence for game five that maybe there's some other betting opportunities as far as player props are concerned? Um, I don't know. It's tough. I, I don't trust these the other players on the Suns are a two-man team look at the box scores from these games I know Shaman had a good game there last time out but there's not a whole lot of other guys stepping up and I know that's a bit of a narrative here coming into the game tonight that hey they're they're better without Chris Paul but I think over the course of a handful more games here I think that they're going to miss Chris Paul because I don't know if they can truly trust or depend on uh, I hope Devin Booker goes off tonight, but can we expect? Is it fair to expect both Booker and Durant to go off every single night when you're getting basically nothing from anyone else on on the team? So ultimately, I do think that the Nuggets will go on to win the series. I do think that home court is huge, and uh, they're the much deeper team as well. Uh, with the games from last night, uh, it's surprised to some that both end up going 3-1. Uh, Lakers take a commanding 3-1 lead. Same thing mm. uh, with Miami. Do you think either in either series that it could end up uh, being competitive, where we're talking about it going seven games because uh, the team down 3-1 favored tomorrow, both of those home teams that are down are, are uh, decent-sized favorites tomorrow. Do you think either one can be a series? I think the Knicks are done. Um, yep. If you look at the Heat, such a funny team, right? Like, they do not care about the regular season. They were the worst bet <laughs> this season during the regular season, about 20 games below 500, I think. And, you know, just not a lot of heart. We saw the offensive rebounding by the Heat last night. It was ridiculous. Miami didn't even really play that well. The three-point shooting wasn't very good at all. But, yeah, I, I think the Knicks are toast. You can't count the Warriors out, especially going back home here for the next game. But I like this Lakers team. You know, I talked about the Suns being the two-man team. You can't say that about the Lakers, right? Uh, LeBron James, by no means, has his numbers been staggering in this series. Same for Anthony Davis. It's just different guys, unexpected players on that team stepping up night after night. Um, so I do think that both the teams who are not going on the limb here, guys, both teams that are up 3-1 in the series will go on to win. But, yeah, I do think that the Warriors do have a shot to extend that. But it's going to be more than just uh, Steph Curry scoring 30 points for them each game. Going back to the East, do you think it'll be Heat-Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals? And how do you kind of view that matchup? The Heat are tough. Like, physically, like, a lot of grit. Like, they do not care about the regular season. Like I said, they just want to get in. And then they flip that switch, don't they? We see Jimmy Butler suddenly becomes a top three player in the NBA once the playoffs do come around. Uh, I, I, I would – it's so tough. I think it goes seven again. They went right to seven last year. Came down to a shot at the end, a three-pointer. But, yeah, I would give the Heat, if they're a decent-sized underdog, I'd give them a pretty good shot at beating the Celtics. I think they got a massive coaching advantage 
in that series. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I think it will be Heat Celtics once again. Um, and that decent underdog odds, I would absolutely take Miami. He's Joe Osborne, host of Chasing That Paper on Vegas Insider. Make sure to follow him on Twitter at JTF Oz right here on BetQL Daily. Let's go on to the ice. Got couple of, a couple of yes. games here, Hurricanes, Devils, Stars, and Kraken. I know you've also uh, been really high on the Maple Leafs, uh, but they are now trailing three games yeah, to nothing. Right. At last check, they are 7-1 to one <laughs> to go on and win that series. Uh, but... <laughs> You know, I, I don't know if you want to take a flyer on that, uh, but is there nope. some way to back <laughs> Toronto the rest of the way? You know, Toronto, it's kind of poetic with the leash, right? They win round one, a round one series, and their fans all act as if they won the Stanley Cup. Now they got the monkey off their back. They finally won a round one series. And it's kind of poetic that it, they're on the doorstep to getting swept here now in a series that they were favored to win against the Florida Panthers. So it would also be very poetic if the Leafs come back and win three straight games in a series and get their doors blown off in a game seven at home. I think that would be kind of funny as well. But no, I can't back Toronto. It's kind of a mental thing with this team that you can't measure. They just can't get over the hump when the games matter most. Uh, the goaltending stinks. Uh, no, I, there's no way to back the Maple Leafs. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, Ed, Ed was trying to make make the case. Ed was making the case yesterday that seven to one. There's a little bit of value, uh, so I knew that question was it's coming. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, as far as tonight goes, Carolina, Jersey, Dallas, Seattle, uh, side total props. Anything you like. Uh, Dallas Stars, uh, quite a bit. Yes. I like them. Minus 140 uh, on the road. You dig into the analytics from the series, and it's not even close. Uh, expected goals, four percentage. High danger chances, four percentage. Dallas is first among every team in this round so far, meaning Seattle is last. Uh, it's small sample size, but the Stars, some of their best games in the playoffs here have been after a loss or 3-0 after a loss, outscoring the opponent 14-7 in those games. And I just think that Jake Ottinger is better than this. You know, he's had a couple of rough games here in this series, but uh, he's been proven to be a really good goaltender, especially on the road. So I think that Dallas bounces back, and I don't mind that number, minus 140. Hmm. I like the Kraken. Let's move to baseball. <laughs> what Crackheads. do you like on today's? Crackheads. I know. I fit right in. Um, what do you like on today's baseball card? Uh, a couple of different things here, guys. I like, uh, I'm going to fade Max Scherzer, his strikeout total. Uh, it's at six and a half. I'm going to take the under on that, minus 112. So obviously some real signs of slowing down here for Max Scherzer. I do think that was kind of predictable coming into the season at 38 years old you can't expect the guy to be Cy Young caliber forever and just Mm -hmm. some incredible lowlights here to start the season for the guy Uh, 556 ERA along with a cheating suspension not good and uh, related to this bet his strikeout percentage is down about 10 percent already compared to last season so this number's at six and a half he hasn't had seven strikeouts in a game yet this season and kind of a tough opponent here in the Reds the Reds have been pretty good versus right-handed pitching of course, they're in a, a hitter-friendly ballpark, so potential for Scherzer to get chased early. And they do have the seventh lowest or the fifth lowest strikeout percentage versus righties over the last two weeks as well. So I'll be fading Scherzer there. And I'm going to take a White Sox Royals first five over 
four and a half. Each of these teams coming around offensively just a little bit. The hottest team offensively over the last week in Major League Baseball is the Kansas City Royals first in both OPS and WRC+. Uh, Jordan Lyles starts for the Royals. He's Royals. He's been awful. Just absolutely horrendous this season. Mm-hmm. A 669 ERA. He's allowed four or more earned runs five different times already this season. And uh, Lucas Giolito, night and day, uh, when he's home or away, he is away tonight. He has a 528 ERA on the road. And uh, Royals hitters have been pretty good versus Giolito. In 98 combined at-bats, they have a 967 OPS against him. So we'll take over in the first five innings in that game. You mentioned uh, fading Max Scherzer, uh, seeing a bet that the Mets will miss the playoffs at plus 210. Is that something that you want to pounce on now? I think so. I mean, the injuries are already piling up. And that's a very competitive division that they're in. I know the Phillies have gotten off to a slow start, but I think that we could see them Rebound, you know, there's been a few unexpected contenders in the National League this season, too. Uh, the Pirates are kind of coming back down to earth, but the Diamondbacks look good. They could be a contender to compete for one of those wild card spots. So, yeah, a, a lot of red flags with this uh, Mets team. Where have they been impressive this season? Certainly not offensively. Uh, we know Scherzer is falling off of a cliff here. Is uh, Verlander going to get into Cy Young form? I don't know about that. So, yeah, the... Uh, the Mets, you can't just buy a championship, right? And uh, off to, you know, not an awful start, but uh, not a good start by any means. So, yeah, at plus 210, I think those are pretty good odds. Uh, Joe, I did want to circle back to uh, NHL for a quick moment. Yeah. Um, as you know, I'm in Chicago. They had the draft lottery last night. Yeah. Was it rigged? Well, you look <laughs> – Maybe, maybe they should have. You want to pit this jet like there's every couple of years a generational talent pops up in the NHL, right? And this is one of those years with uh, Connor Bedard. You put him in the same conversation as uh, Crosby, McDavid, and Austin Matthews, if you want. Uh, he's a big time prospect, and you want that guy going to the Columbus Blue Jackets, the San Jose Sharks, you know. Uh, the Montreal Canadiens were in the mix as well. You Anaheim. Know, big time, original six. Yeah, the Anaheim Ducks, you know, like like so many just irrelevant franchises. And I know uh, the Blackhawks, you know, what, they win three Stanley Cups in five years, about, what are we, a decade or so removed from that. Uh, mm-hmm. So was the NHL throwing them a bone? Probably not, you know. Mm-hmm. If things like that are rigged, like there's got to be a couple people in the know, and if somebody lets something slip, like that is a major scandal. So it's fun to talk about that something like that is rigged, but probably not. But uh, yeah, Chicago got a good one, and uh, hopefully they can get some good players around them as well. The Ducks are not an irrelevant franchise, Joe. The Ducks are very <laughs> relevant. Quack, quack. <laughs> Quack, quack. It's me being in L.A., but that's part of it. Thank you so much, Joe. Joe Osborne, thank you so much for your time. We greatly appreciate it. Chasing chasing that paper on Vegas Insider, make sure to check that out. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, Alex Christensen, a.k.a. Noops, will share his NBA plays for tonight right here on the BetQL Network. 
We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.